1: You're listening to Special-ish on Radio Wolfgang. Miles from Civilization. No sign of rescue. It doesn't matter who's in charge. We've just got to work together down in the middle of the ocean. There's no wreckage. Who's going to find us? Why didn't it work? Ah! Lord of the Flies. I mean, it's essentially a thought experiment that William Golding has done. What what would happen if you put a, a load of kids on an island... And and left them there.
0: And it's the kind of thought experiment that that scientists would love to turn into a real experiment. But there's this little thing called ethics that says you can't really do that kind of stuff.
1: Boring. <sighs> Is there any way you could do it? Could I mean, you do it in secret? <laughs>
0: Maybe it's been done in secret, mm. but, you know, people have thought about, you know, what happens if you just put babies on an island together, Yes, say 100 babies, you know, make sure you feed them and take I care mean, of their needs. Also, I'm I never surely we would make
1: this into a reality TV show.
0: You can imagine the kinds of parents that would sign up their kids for this, can't
1: you? <laughs> yeah, but you just do a bit of, um, you know, test tube stuff.
0: And then yeah, it's not clear who the parents are. We'll just give consent from the laboratory. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then so you just let them grow up and see what happens.
1: A human baby on a on an island is just gonna die, isn't it? Yeah,
0: you'd have to take care of them. In some way that they couldn't really—that isn't going to interfere with the experiment. It's quite important. Yeah, you could leave like bottles of milk around for a while. It's like I'm sure TV producers could come up with like means of doing this. It's basically like you know Bear Grylls Island, but
1: with babies, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a great pitch, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's get to Channel Four immediately after this. (laughs) So, listen. The one thing I think Bear Grylls is missing is babies. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Unaccompanied babies. Yeah.
1: But this thought experiment has been done.
0: Yeah, I mean, scientists like to imagine what would happen. But, I mean, their answers that they come up with are, you know, suggestions. So, you know, what they think is that, that we would, you know, develop language or these babies would develop language. They would eventually develop culture. They would probably split into factions and tribes. They would develop beliefs, superstitions, maybe.
1: Are they, are they doing this in a single generation? Is that
0: the. Some things probably wouldn't emerge for generations. Like, mm. you know, really sophisticated language might actually take a long time to emerge, but it may not. I mean, there's been examples where there was um, a school for the deaf in Nicaragua where the kids at the school just invented their own sign language, and that has just. You know blossomed and evolved and carried on and been passed on down through the generations, so there are examples of language kind of exploding out of nowhere, so that's Noam Chomsky's view that we are hardwired somehow, our brains are hardwired to to come up with language forms of language, and then you know that that's that's where all of our human languages come from,
1: and that's kind of in contrast to the the blank slate yeah. way of looking at it. Because
0: which... there's so much that comes out of us naturally. So if you have, you know, you know, a woman has a baby, the baby instinctively sort of goes for food, knows it's hungry, knows that the mother is there. You know, a mother hearing a child cry will lactate. So there's kind of all this stuff is kind of built into us uh, for our survival, automatic stuff. And I think language is probably another one.
1: Yeah. I'll buy it. I'll buy it for now, will buy Michael. it. Um, so c- i tell you
0: about a really interesting experiment that was done. Yes. If, if I'm allowed to. Yes. Um, so, so there was this, um, I think it was ze- zebra finches. Uh, they- zebra. Zebra finches. Zebra I mean, finches. What?
1: Really? You're British. Zebra. zebra. I can't. Zebra. Zebra finches. Oh, no. Do Did we say start. zebra or zebra? Zebra. No. Zebra? Yes. Really? Yes.
0: Okay, I'll try it. Zebra finches, the, only the males sing. They learn to sing from copying the males, so the next generation learn. So if you strip the, away the, the, the teacher, zebra finches will try to sing, but they'll sing really, really badly, and they won't do the normal call. And then what happens is, that, so they develop this kind of weird call that isn't very good, and then their next generation, they try and teach them using that weird call, and within five generations they're back to being able to do it for themselves. So, so the fifth generation of Zebra Finch actually does the perfect Zebra Finch call again. So there's some kind of hard wiring about how you are supposed to vocalise as a Zebra Finch.
1: That's insane, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What this all comes down to really is, the, is this kind of dualism between um, human nature and human culture. Um, and, and clearly a big part of, of both of those things actually is... Uh, violence yes um and uh, violence is 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 writ uh, pretty heavily yeah <laughs> yeah so flies. no more talk about zebra finches and, yeah, singing yeah, on and to, lovely let's know, go on to the good
0: stuff <laughs> breastfeeding mothers we're on to violence now. yeah
1: i've got the conch let me speak get out of here piggy.
0: there's a potential for violence in every single person rather in the same way that there's a potential for dysfunction of almost any human system
1: you're not gonna get away with this yeah and what are you gonna do huh what are you gonna do about it you're out of it pal you're on your own our culture wants to replicate itself as well. So we get into this twin track of our genes wanting to replicate themselves, our cultures wanting to replicate themselves. And in a sense, we are the sort of innocent bystanders watching these two evolutionary reproductive processes going on, trying to mediate them. Back off! Shit, and so's my gang. Your gang? What's that supposed to mean? What it means, Colonel, is that if you know what's good for you, you'll stop trying to run everything. Stop it! Undoubtedly, I do think we are violent by nature. At the same time, I think that we are cooperative by nature.
0: I think we. what's interesting in terms of cultural evolution is the evolution of the law because the law, of course, is a massive uh, human endeavour. I think what's there to do is to help regulate that, the complexity of that relationship between every human being as a unique individual and the communities to which they need to belong to flourish.
1: I'm sick of all this shit! I'm going to make another camp for hunters. You guys want to have a little fun? Yeah! In the end, what we must ask is, how does this affect individuals being born growing up going to school adolescence then becoming young adults this is the age when young men are most productive in terms of violence and how does this translate into psychological mechanisms that makes them behave in an aggressive way